Welcome back to the Winnipeg Foundation's Because Radio. Robert Zirk here with you today, and I am now joined by Charlene Van Buchenhout. She is the Programming and Marketing Director with Delnavert Museum. Charlene, thank you so much for joining me today. Well, thank you so much for having me. It's a pleasure. So we're here to talk a little bit about Delnavert Museum and a series of interesting lectures that are taking place throughout 2021. But before we dive into that, let's just start by getting a little bit of background about Delnavert Museum itself. Can you tell us a little bit about the museum for people who maybe aren't familiar with Delnavert? Sure. Yeah, uh, Delnavert Museum um, is a beautiful Victorian mansion uh, situated in downtown Winnipeg. So if you haven't been there, uh, you should definitely check it out. It just rises um, out of the bushes when you come off of uh, Broadway uh, onto Carlton. Um, it was built in 1895, so it's over 125 years old. It's um, Victorian in style. It's a uh, Queen Anne uh, revival style, actually, but it's very Victorian. Um, and and it's um, it was built in 1895 for the uh, for the McDonald family. So Sir Hugh John McDonald. Um, lived there with his family until the 1920s and then it was um, a boarding house and then in the 70s it was uh, rescued and, and came into a museum which we enjoy today so inside when you step inside it stores really takes takes you back uh to um uh the turn of the century in winnipeg and and an affluent uh family and how they lived so you walk in and it smells um has a different smell and and all the hallways are really narrow and it's Full of artifacts it's really set up like a day in a life so it's, it's like walking into a living dollhouse having been on a tour of Delnavert myself um it really does take you back in time and there are so many interesting items and and artifacts that you kind of see throughout the house and throughout the building um one of which which is kind of interesting given that it's our centennial year, I remember seeing a chair that belonged to the Winnipeg Foundation's founder, William Alloway. That's true. I, it's, up, um, it's up in the attic, and I, I, I think one of our plans is to, to bring it down and, and maybe showcase it this year with that uh, that in mind. Um, but yeah, it's got a little plaque, and um, it's on display uh, in our attic. Yeah, something for everyone. <laughs> The pandemic has been really difficult for all charitable organizations throughout Winnipeg. How has Delnavert been adapting to the pandemic? How have things changed? Well, throughout the summer, we were able to do a lot of things outside uh, using a physical distancing uh, measure. So uh, we had a jazz garden series with uh, Jazz Winnipeg, a partnership. And uh, that was really exciting. We had music on the veranda. People were uh, seated on the lawn. And we were able to do that uh, within all the restrictions. We had an, a Halloween event that was partially um, in the house and partially online. So if you couldn't get down to the museum, you could watch it online. But it was also a very restricted access. So we had it was only two people at a time every you know 20 minutes. So you didn't run into other people. We, we really kind of shrunk the house down because the house is so narrow and small, you can't accommodate large audiences anyway. So really, we were uh, poised to do um, these kind of chamber events where we didn't have a lot of uh, people in, involved. So um, so I think it was maybe 16 people a night uh, that could come and enjoy, no, it was less than that, maybe 10 people a night that could come and enjoy the on-site Halloween event. Uh, but it was really kind of exciting because we were in the house 
almost alone. And so it was, uh, had heightened the uh, scare factor there. And then we did uh, close our doors in, in November. Um, and so that was right in time for our Christmas events, which are usually quite popular at Victorian Christmas. It's the time when um, the Victorian, the traditions that we think about at Christmas time are, are when they kind of started. So the Christmas dinners, Boxing Day were things like gift giving, Christmas trees even, Christmas cards. Those are all kind of things that came from the Victorian era, um, became popular during that time. So uh, our Christmas stuff, we just through, through it all online, we had some um, Christmas ghost stories, and we had our popular uh, Ron Robinson reading of a Christmas carol, and that was all, all uh, online. And something that we don't usually do when it's on site is uh, we put everything into the house. So all the videos that we did um, have featured uh, the artists inside the house, which is usually can only accommodate audiences in our visitor center. So that was kind of an interesting thing that we were able to do. And yet, uh, just making use of our virtual tour, and we do open our doors March 5th, so we're very excited to have people coming back to the house, but we, we were able to do a lot, a lot online as well. That's great, and good timing for, um, for any of our listeners who are interested in learning more about the museum and, uh, and going on a tour themselves, so that's, uh, that's great to hear. One of the uh, more recent online features of the Delnavert Museum has been the Elizabeth Alloway Lecture Series, um, and that is something that takes place online through Zoom. It's a series of lectures that um, sort of focus, I understand, on some of the interests, things of the time period of Elizabeth Alloway, who created the Winnipeg Foundation in partnership with William Forbes Alloway, her husband. And from the first couple of, uh, of topics that have been announced so far, the first lecture, of course, having happened this past Sunday, a really kind of wide range of different topics that happen during that time period. And I'm wondering if you can tell our listeners a little bit more about the series and the idea behind it. Yes, of course. Yeah. Um, well, well, as you said, Elizabeth Alloway and her husband really established uh, the Winnipeg Foundation. And she gave uh, one of the greater gifts um, in, when she died in 1926, her estate was over $800,000, and that really helped the foundation to, to move forward. Um, she was deeply interested and committed to charitable work and the welfare of children and women, and she was interested in women's career and in nursing. Um, an, an interesting uh, fact about, about uh, the Alloways is that they lived down the street from the, the McDonald family, so just down the street from Delnavert in a house that they named the Dairy. So um, the McDonald's named their house after um, a hamlet in Scotland, uh, where his uh, grandmother was from. And then um, the Alloways named their house the Dairies after uh, homeland in Ireland. Um, and they just lived on the Cinnaboyne. So um, one of the interesting things about Elizabeth is that she was interested in charitable acts, and she was also interested in being um, kind of a social center. So she really enjoyed giving parties and um, having people come to her home. And, and it was said that she didn't turn anyone away. And Saturdays really became like a, a day that you would end up at the gallery. They had a tennis court and they had um, uh, food and, and drink. And uh, she really welcomed everyone. So I took this idea. Um, and uh, when I looked at the lecture series, I wanted to... Um, 
take that idea of not turning anyone away and, and letting everyone experience the different sides of Victorian era and the era that uh, that Adelaide lived in. There were um, not just uh, not just the ideas from Victorian times that we think of. There are lots of different perspectives to look at. So um, I took this idea, and we have um, a really wide range, as you say, of lectures coming out. So um, the one that we just had was about Robert Louis Stevenson, and he's very popular, uh, very popularly known as um, the writer of Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde and Treasure Island. But he also uh, was a writer and photographer, and he often traveled to the Pacific region. And so we had Dr. Carla Manfredi on talking about um, travel and her work in, in looking at uh, his photography um, from that time. So it was a, uh, more of a document than they had at the time. So Elizabeth and, and William Alloway really enjoyed uh, travel, and they did an around-the-world trip um, back before 1914 um, and traveled extensively in the Caribbean and Europe and all over. So I figured she would really enjoy that lecture. And the next one we have coming up is on March 21st, and that's with Dr. Kyle McPhail, and they will be talking about gender and sexuality in the Victorian era and the art in that uh, neo um, Art Nouveau movement, how uh, gender and sexuality shaped um, the art artistic movement, and how um, the people that housed the art objects probably didn't realize all of the kind of uh, sexual representations that they came from, the homoeroticism, really, um, in the object. So uh, they'll be talking about um, uh, queer art and queer artists from that time. We also have coming up Vivi Baby. Her lecture is called Canine Teeth, Rabies at the Species Border of Victorian Literature. So she was telling me about it, and hers is all about um, the idea of pets in, in Victorian times. So with um, pet culture and having all the little dogs that uh, everyone always had to have and the queen had. And, and then we have a lecture on Annie Bannatine, who uh, lived in a similar time period as Elizabeth Alloway. She was a nature woman or Métis woman uh, with a really exciting story and really, um, really interesting life. And then we have a, a lecture on um, the corset with a demo, actually, of two Victorian studies Dr. Sabrina Mark and Dr. Vanessa Warren, and they're going to come and do a, a historical costume, a historical uh, clothing demonstration and in the course and talk all about um, this garment and, and the type of waist that it, it was trying to ha make you have, and, and they'll be doing a little demo on this. And that's all before uh, the summer, and then we take a little break in the summer, and we come back with a present-day impact of Rooster Town. So we take a... An, Another approach, um, the Métis in Winnipeg, uh, with uh, Laura Forsyth, who's the Métis um, Inclusion Coordinator at U of M. And then in October, we have kind of a spooky Halloween lecture with uh, Bram Stoker, the man inside the monster, uh, with Kevin Clawson, who's an, a theater artist in Winnipeg and has done a lot of uh, research on Bram Stoker and, and Dracula and, um, and all the um, interesting facts about Brown Stoker's life that uh, you can really find if you're if you're looking <laughs> for it in the novel Dracula with them. He um, ran a theater company for Henry Irving and there's all these like famous people that he has come in contact with as his life is really interesting. We're learning about that in, in October and then we, we go back into Victorian um, garments with Silk and Inez Bonacasa um, who's a volunteer with us. She um, 
had done so many lectures for us. She's our collections registrar, and so she's so uh, knowledgeable about all the, the artifacts and pieces that we have at Gallivert. We have a lot of those pieces that she'll be showing and talking about um, the history and the importance of, of the, the fabric silk. And then we end the year with a beautiful lecture on um, carols and choral singing with Mel Braun of Camarada Nova. Uh, so Mel Braun also teaches at U of M, um, works uh, a lot with Camarada Nova, and they'll be talking about uh, uh, what, where choral singing comes from and why we have Christmas carols and what singing together means uh, to everyone. And hopefully by this lecture time, we might all be able to sing together without masks on, I'm hoping. <laughs> So that's kind of the whole lecture series in a nutshell. That's very cool and definitely demonstrates how diverse the lineup is and how, you know, there's basically something new every month, whether it's history or literature or garments or music. There's, it sounds like such a spectrum of different things for people to, uh, to learn about from that era. If people want to participate in any of the lectures or if they want to get more information about uh, about the lineup and what they might be able to expect at a certain lecture coming up this year, um, what's the best way for people to get that information? All that information can be found on our website at uh, friendsofdelnevert.ca. And you can sign up for the lectures in advance on the website, just at, uh, under the events. It has its own page, should be really easy to find. Um, it has its own page, Elizabeth Alloway Lecture Series. And all the lectures are listed there. Uh, right now, we're working really hard to get all the registration pages done up. So if you see a lecture that you want to go to and you don't see the registration link, um, just sign up for our newsletter because those registration links will come up um, pretty soon. They're just not quite up yet, but all of the, the links will be up uh, shortly. But uh, going to the website and getting that information um, is the easiest way. Right now, we're all kind of working from home still until we open. Or you can just send an email to info at downthevertmuseum.ca. I'll answer your questions uh, there as well. But our next, uh, our next lecture, uh, the registration is up. You can totally uh, register for the March 21st at 1.30 p.m. Excellent. And is there an opportunity for people who are interested in the previous lecture that happened on Sunday? Is there a recording available that people can watch? Yeah, um, all of our lectures will be recorded and um, you can find them on our YouTube channel. Um, we have Downvert Museum uh, YouTube channel and you can go there, um, subscribe, and uh, you will get notifications when those videos come up. But yeah, if you've missed it, then um, it'll show up there usually later that, that day. Yeah, and then you don't have to miss it. It's all, it's all free, and we want everyone to um, be able to participate. We're just about out of time, but uh, before we sign off, is there anything else you'd like to mention about Delnevert Museum or about the Elizabeth Alloway Lecture Series? Well, the Elizabeth Alloway Lecture Series is really exciting. Um, this partnership with the Winnipeg Foundation Centennial Institute, and so we are so grateful uh, for the Winnipeg Foundation. Also, uh, we received a community uh, grant to further our work with the Anutanak. So we've been working with Barb and Clarence Anutanak as elders in residence for Indigenous uh, outreach and uh, community programming. So uh, we've been doing storytelling series uh, monthly. So the Winnipeg Foundation has now um, granted us this, this community grant, and we will be doing more programming with uh, the Anutanak uh, coming up in the future, which is really exciting. So that can also be found on all of our social media and all of our, and our website. And um, I, all, of, all of that uh, programming is free as well. 
Excellent. So lots to look forward to at Dalnivert Museum online and in person starting March 5th. And of course, to learn more about Dalnivert Museum or the Elizabeth Alloway Lecture Series, friendsofdalnivert.ca is the website where you can get all the information on that. I've been speaking with Charlene Van Buchenhout, Programming and Marketing Director of Delnivert Museum. Charlene, thank you again so much for joining me today and sharing all of this wonderful information about Delnivert and the Elizabeth Alloway Lecture Series. Thank you so much for having me, Robert, and um, I look forward to, to having you show up at one of the lectures. Because Radio is produced by the Winnipeg Foundation in partnership with 93.7 CJNU-FM. If you'd like to listen to previous episodes or subscribe to our podcast, please visit becauseradio.org.